Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Fair does not mean the same. Stay all exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. What can you get? DreOllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called Work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, everyone does not, does not play by the same rules. I know somebody might have told you that they did. I know that in elementary school, you thought this was the way that it worked. I'm here to let you know. This is a dose of cold reality for some of you. This is not how it actually is. And I'm going to explain why that is and what you need to do about it momentarily. First of all, let me tell you about it. I have a daily motivation text message that I send out free of charge every single day to everyone who is in my text community. This message is guaranteed. Yes, you heard me. Guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point throughout your days every day. That's why I do it every single day. So last one ran out. Now you got the next one. All you got to do to get this daily motivation text, I'm going to make it real easy for you. All you have to do is send me a text message at my number. Let me give you the number right now. Put this in your phone right now. Just send a text to this number right now. The number is 305 305- 384-6894. So every day when I send out the daily motivation text, you being in my texting community, because you just text me right now, right? Since you just text me right now, you'll be in my texting community every day when I send out the daily motivation text, you will be receiving it. And here's a bonus that I wasn't even going to mention, but I'll tell you, you can actually respond to any one of those text messages and you'll be texting directly with me. And every single day, I do actually take time to go through my text messages and respond to messages from people who are texting me. And that is me. That is not outsourced to anyone else. So send me a text at that number right now. I just gave it to you. It is listed down below in the show notes as well so that you are in my text community and you get my daily motivation every single day. Now let's get into the topic. Everyone does not play by the same rules. This masterclass here is directed at everyone with the purpose. Here's the purpose of this masterclass is for you to understand that the word fair, F-A-I-R, fair does not mean the same. And this pause is important. I'm leaving that pause in there. I want that pause there. All right. 
Fair does not mean the same. Things being fair does not mean everybody gets the exact same stuff and the exact same outcomes and has to play by the exact same rule. Fair actually means the opposite of that. See, the definition of fair means in accordance with the rules or standards, also legitimate. And the rules, the rules and standards, they ain't the same for everybody. Does everybody have the same standards? I mean, think about that. I go to the gym every day and work out. Do I have the same fitness standards as somebody who's 300 pounds with diabetes and overweight and a Big Mac away from a heart attack? Uh, do we have the same standards? No, we don't. All right. So is what's fair for me is not the same as what's fair for them. All right, we got different standards. We got different rules. We're playing different games. All right. My job here at, at Work On Your Game, not just today, but in everything I put out, is to help you understand all of these principles as quickly and as deeply as possible on an emotional level, as well as on a logical level. Logically, I can explain this to you in 20 minutes. Emotionally, who knows how long it's going to take for you to accept these things. And there are some ways you can speed up that process. One of them is getting somebody to actually help you directly with this. Maybe me, maybe somebody else. And another thing is when it comes for you emotionally accepting things, it's not only is it you taking in the new stuff logically, but it's also for you to undo the bullshit that you've been taught by your parents, by your school teachers, by your friends, and by whatever garbage influencers or you no know, thought leaders you've been listening to out here, aside from myself. Now, there's some good ones, but there are some trash ones as well. So you got to undo all the garbage, and then we got to put the good stuff in. But logically, you'll understand this within the next 20 minutes. But emotionally, how long is it going to take you to undo, again, the trash that you've been taught up to this point in your life? The rules are not the same for everybody. All right, I'll give you an example. My sophomore year of college, I wasn't getting the kind of playing time that I wanted on the basketball team. And when I did get playing time, I would go make a mistake and I would get penalized, like taken out of the game or yelled at by the coach for making a mistake that another teammate, they would go make the exact same mistake. And the coach didn't say anything to them, but he would say something to me if I made the mistake. I didn't understand it then why it seemed like the standards were different for me than they were for this other player. And this led to a lot of frustration on my part. But I later realized that this is a reality of life. It was happening on the basketball team. This is the reality of all of life. And I learned that, and this is what I'm going to teach you here today, to not only accept it, but to learn to work within it. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. Let's get into it. Point number one, topic once again, is not everybody plays by the same rules. Understand that unfairness and imbalance are baked into society. They are baked into humanity and they are not going away. No matter what books anybody writes, no matter what anybody protests about, no matter what hashtags come out, no matter what anybody advertises, no matter what executive orders the president signs into existence, unfairness and imbalance are a part of life. They will always be a part of life and they are never, ever, ever going away, no matter how much. And as a matter of fact, the more people try, people who are in positions of authority, I don't care if they're teachers, parents, community leaders, government people. No matter how much they try, not no matter, but the more that they try to create any kind of rules or laws to kind of balance out, so to speak, imbalance, they're actually going to create more imbalance, which is actually what happens. To give you an example of this, I've talked about this, is that people talk about minimum wage laws, right? They say people who work at certain jobs, they're only making only, quote unquote, a certain amount of money per hour. Therefore, they need to be paid more money so that they can be making what? A lot of people who are on the leaning towards socialism talk about they need to be making a living wage, quote unquote, whatever a living wage is, more money than whatever somebody's minimum wage is. Here's what actually happens when minimum wage gets raised is that somebody who is making $10 an hour, let's say the minimum wage gets raised to $15 an hour. The person who is paying them $10 is going to look at that $10 employee and say, well, this employee is not worth $15. So what they do actually is fire the $10 person and they go hire somebody who is actually worth $15. So the $10 person for whom that law was created in order to get them more money, 
they actually go from $10 to $0 because they're not worth $15. Therefore, nobody will pay them $15 is not worth it. They only work 10. So raising the minimum wage actually costs money to the people who you made the rule to actually help. This is one of the things that happened. I'm just using that as an example. But this is one of the things that happened when you try to create rules to, quote unquote, help or save people who otherwise aren't worthy of the things that you're trying to hand to them, those handouts you're trying to give them, it doesn't actually work that way. It actually creates even more imbalance. So now this person who was making $10 and it wasn't enough, all right, well, how much is a zero all right, compared to their enough that you thought that they needed? Another example, there are areas in America, for example, to get hit with tornadoes all the time. I've never heard of a tornado in Florida. I've been living here 14 years. I've never seen a tornado here. But there are areas that also get hit with earthquakes. Never been, I've never seen an earthquake happen down here in Florida. There are areas that get hit with heavy snow. I haven't seen snow here. There are areas that get 95 degree weather and super humidity in the summer. That we do get. There are areas that get tropical storms. That's, that's something else that we get. And there are areas that never get any of these things. All right, we all can agree to this, right? Because we can see these things. So does that mean that an area that never gets a tropical storm or never gets snow or never gets heat or never gets tornadoes, never gets an earthquake, are they somehow cheating the system because they're not having to deal with the same circumstances that other areas have to deal with? Of course not, because we can look at that and laugh and call it ridiculous. So that's ridiculous, Dre. Why would we call it unfair just because, you no, know, in Phoenix, you get 110 degrees, but in, you no, know, you never get 110 degrees in Alaska. All right. But you never get a snowstorm in Phoenix, but you always get them in Alaska. It's not unfair for either one of them, right? It's just, just the way that it is. There's imbalance and unfairness and things happen differently for different people in different places in different circumstances. This is just life. But this is exactly what we do with human beings. Look at one person, they got certain circumstances or certain things that are happening for or to them often. And we say, well, it's not fair that they get these favorable things, but these other people are not getting the favorable things or that these people are getting these unfavorable things and these other people never had to deal with it. We say that that's wrong and we try to legislate some way to make it balanced out for everybody. It does not work. It always fails. And if you think that in the world that we're living in today is the first time that people have tried this, that is incorrect. It has been tried. Over and over and over again, it has failed every single time. What happens is people promote it. They get themselves elected, hired and paid pushing these ideas and they get themselves famous and they make themselves money. Then they push these ideas. They try them. The ideas fail. That person shrinks and goes away, kind of like that, that Homer Simpson gift where he disappears into the bushes. They disappear into the bushes, go away for 10 years and another charlatan comes along pushing the same ideas. They just package them a different way. And we repeat the same cycle over and over again. And it's the same sheep who keep falling for the same bullshit ideas over and over again through life. Ask somebody who's around 50, 60 years old. They've been falling for the same ideas every 10 years, their entire adult life. All right. Ask them. They'll tell you. No, actually, they probably won't tell you. You have to watch them, actually. So take back what I said about asking them because they will not admit to this. Just look at them and watch their actions and you'll see they've fallen for the same idea over and over and over again. All right, it's like Charlie Brown trying to kick the football. All right, and Lucy moves it out the way every single time. She just keeps convincing Charlie Brown, try to kick the football. I'm not going to move it this time. It's the same thing over and over again. All right, this is what we do with human beings. Some people are tall. Some people are short. Some are great singers. Some are great speakers. Some people are athletic. Some people are great with their hands. Some people are great artists. Some people are great at winning friends and influencing people. Some of us do amazing work when we're left alone and don't have to talk to or interact with another human being. All right, we are all different. Everyone has gifts but no one has the same gifts. Good news about life is that everybody has a gift. Everybody has at least one talent. And other good news is not everybody has the same talent. The bad news is there are some charlatans out here and these are not dumb people. They're very smart. All they're doing is manipulating the stupid people is they are telling you that everybody should get the same outcomes, even though we are all completely different. And again, they know that this is impossible, but expedient for them to create success, attention, and make money for themselves by fooling the dummies 
into thinking that this is actually doable. It is not doable, but it's the idiots who don't understand this, who keep falling for it over and over again. I'm trying to save you from being an idiot. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is not everybody plays by the same rules. Number two, if everything in life was even, equal, and the same, guess what we would be? If everything in life was even, equal, and the same, what would we be as human beings? We would be robots, and this life would be very boring. Actually, we probably wouldn't even, even need humans. Uh, we'd just be robots. Everybody would be exactly the same. We'd just have the same programming, and everybody would just get the same outcomes. It'd be like that video game called The Sims. Remember that video game, The Sims? I know that they expanded this brand, but I remember when it first came out, I was playing it on a computer. So this is probably around late 90s. This had to be late 90s or maybe early 2000s when I was in college. But I know late 90s, I was playing The Sims, like the computer version before they made it into a video game that was on the, the video game consoles. There was a computer version of it and you could just build your own city and all this stuff and have your city running. And it got to a point and I was playing The Sims. I got good enough at playing the game where my city was running. I had built out the whole town and my town is making money every month, every year. And it was nothing else to do. I was like, all right, there are no challenges here. There's nothing else I can do with this city. I got it running perfectly. It's just getting better and better, but there's no challenges. I had basically completed the game. Then what they did was expand the Sims brand to where you had actual humans. Now, I was playing it before they put humans in it. This is when it was just the city. There were no humans. But if everybody was even equal and the same, we would just have basically the Sims where you would just program people to be how you wanted them to be. And eventually there's nothing left to do. There'd be no need for humans because, again, we would just be automatized. We'd be programmed to do the exact same things the same way every time like we want human beings to do. But what makes it interesting for humans to do that is that it's challenging because we change and do stuff differently. So that's what makes it a game. What fun would there be if everybody was exactly the same? Well, there wouldn't be any fun. There'd be no such thing as fun. I don't think robots understand the concept of fun. The imbalance and diversity that we have in life is what makes life interesting because we all need that. We need that to be strategic and to figure out how we can fit and work within the way things are and making value judgments about what is worth trying to change and what is not worth trying to change. Right? This is what we have to do as human beings. We got to look at the situation. Okay, can I work within this system or should I go find a different place? Can I make this a little bit different or am I not probably not going to be able to? Now, we have seen recently or what we've seen recently is a lot of people trying to fight against this truth of life by trying to shout down the fact that things are different, by condemning any imbalances that they notice, and even going as far as to try to reverse imbalances by turning the imbalances against the people who have either traditionally built in or acquired advantages. Are right, you have an advantage over this group? That means you're supposed to give back a little bit. This is the government people or politicians saying something like, all right, we got to tax the rich. We got to put in a wealth tax. So people who have over a certain amount of money, we're going to take more from them because they won't miss it. This is their wording. They won't miss it and we'll give it to the people who need it. No, well, wait a minute. Let's back up here. How'd they get it in the first place? Now, many of you have gone to the default idea. If we're just going to get on this point right here, many people have gotten to the default idea. Oh, well, they inherited it or they stole it from somebody else. And that is actually not true. On a factual basis, most people who are rich, however, whatever you would define the term, are self-made. Wherever you want to put the cutoff of rich, most of them are self-made. They did not inherit it. They did not steal it from anybody else. They started at the same point you started at, and they just went and made it happen. Why? Because, yes, there are imbalances in wealth, but guess what else there are imbalances is? Where does wealth come from? Hard work, determination, discipline, showing up every day, success, being focused. All of those things lead to wealth and success. So the imbalance in the end part the end point, which is the wealth and the outcome and the money, there's also imbalances in all the elements that lead to it, like discipline, confidence, mental toughness, and personal initiative. See, your favorite politicians never point those out. 
They only point out the end game while ignoring what led to the end game. And this is why, again, one of the reasons why this show exists to show you, look, you could play the game the same way. You just got to stop looking at yourself as a victim and start looking at yourself as a victor who has control over your situation. Stop listening to people who are trying to indoctrinate you into being a victim. If you live long enough and you experience enough, you will be both a victim and a recipient of this process of people trying to tell you, hey, other people have more than you. Something's wrong with them. They did something wrong. Something's being done negatively against you. Let's fix it. All right, you live long enough, you're going to see this. You're going to see people trying to say it to get your attention. You're going to see people using it against you. When you don't have success, people are going to tell you that you're a victim and somebody's done you wrong or some entity has done you wrong and we're going to fix it for you. Just vote for me. And if you create enough success, you're going to have people saying you're wrong because you've created more success than other people. We're going to take it from you and give it to people who, quote unquote, deserve it or, quote unquote, need it more than you. Again, you live long enough, you should see both sides of this equation. Now, if you haven't seen both sides of this equation, it's probably because you haven't seen the, well, actually, you could be on either side, depending on where you started out in life. The whole point is, even if the process didn't exist, you would be both a victim and a recipient if you live long enough and you're active enough, meaning there are areas in your life in which you have a distinct advantage over other people that is pretty much natural. For example, tall people are going to be on the basketball team, because basketball gives an advantage to tall people because the goal is 10 feet high. So the taller you are, the closer you are to the goal. Naturally, you're going to be more inclined to be a good basketball player. And you should take advantage of those. When you see that you have a natural advantage over your competition, we call this the ethical unfair advantage. If you've never heard me talk about the ethical unfair advantage, listen to episode 1957, where I described it in detail. You should take advantage of that because that's where you can get your biggest wins in life. If you don't do it, you're a dummy. And there are other areas in life in which you are at a distinct disadvantage. In these areas, it would be smart for you to place bets in the areas in which you do have an advantage and stay away from the areas where you don't have an advantage because you're setting yourself up to lose. This is a simple logic, folks. The problem with people understanding and grasping and applying this logic is that there are a lot of people these days who are trying to keep you thinking and feeling on the emotional level rather than using your logic to think. I told you that emotions are great gas pedals, but terrible steering wheels. I talked about this in episode 2155. It is great to use your emotions to push you forward towards something, but you should never use your emotions to control the steering wheel and the direction in which you go. Your logic tells you which direction to go. Your emotion pushes you towards that direction, but you have to think first. Use your brain first, then use your emotions second. In that order, if you get that out of order, you're going to get yourself in trouble by following people who are trying to control you and manipulate you emotionally. And again, these are not dumb people. They are not driven emotionally. They are driving you emotionally, but they are not personally driven emotionally. They're actually living out the exact opposite formula from what they're telling you to do. And again, these people are manipulating you because you are not controlling yourself. So it's not their fault. All they're doing is taking advantage of what's being made available to them, which is your brain, because you're not controlling it. They're going to control it. This is the way it works. Okay. Place your biggest bets where you have the biggest advantage. What's happened in society today is you get a lot of people trying to reverse these effects and these advantages. Whoever gets the advantage or who they want to give the advantage to are to the people who have not earned the advantage, all while taking away advantages from people who have earned them. Again, in the long run, this is not going to work, but they're preaching that they're going to do it. But they're, they're going to fail, but they're going to preach to you that it's going to work. And this is how people are able to move the masses because the masses of people are at the bottom of the pyramid. So they tell these people, reason you're at the bottom of the pyramid is not any fault of your own. It's not anything that you did wrong or didn't do yourself. Not that you didn't take advantage, not that you didn't take initiative. It's just that you have certain factors working against you. So if you just follow me, I'm going to solve the problem for you. And again, this has been preached to people for decades. It has never worked. It will not work in the future. And if you think you have signed up for this, guess what? It ain't going to work now. 
So the more experienced you are in life, the more you will see this happening and you'll see the same patterns over and over again. Your job is to do what I told you in episode 1210, which is do not complain, play the game. But you got to understand the game. But a lot of you right now are not playing the game. You're getting played by the game because you don't understand these concepts. But that's why I keep talking about them over and over again so that you don't get played. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is not everyone plays by the same rules and they will not. Number three, there are some people who seem to believe that there is a possibility for creating this utopian society, a utopian society in which everything is equal. All rewards, advantages and talents are equally and evenly distributed amongst everybody and everybody produces equal outcomes. All right. This life does exist, as a matter of fact. So there are people preaching that they're going to create this world. I want to let you know that they don't need to create the world because this world already exists. We know what it is. Any of you not familiar with it? Let me tell you what it is. It's called preschool. Okay, that's where this exists, where everybody gets the exact same outcomes. Everything is distributed equally and everybody gets the exact same results. All right, preschool. There's no other place in the world where this exists. So all these politicians telling you that they're going to create this even utopian society. They are lying because it's already been created. It's preschool. So if you have a three or a four year old, they are already there. And, but there is not going to be any replications of preschool. It's just that is already existing. So next time somebody says that, tell them uh, you already did that. By around age three or four, that's in preschool. The differences between humans, they start to become obvious and clear. And the results that stem from those differences start to become undeniable, meaning you can't reverse their effects. You cannot create rules that are going to change the effects. You cannot legislate the differences. Your job, you, human being, listen to me now. Your job is to identify where you have an ethical, unfair advantage that allows you to play by rules that other people simply cannot play by, simply because you have created an unfair advantage ethically. You do not violate anybody's morals. You do not violate any ethics, not violate anybody's rights. You haven't broken any laws, but you have an unfair advantage other people don't have simply because of the initiative that you have taken or the initiative that was taken by people who came before you. All right. If your parents worked hard and they made a lot of money and they left you some money so you didn't have to start at zero. All right. That doesn't mean you're wrong that you should be thanking your parents. Any of you who's listening to me now, if your parents did not leave you money and you had to start at zero, you shouldn't be looking at as the people who did have parents who left them money, that they have done something wrong because their parents left them money and yours didn't. You should be looking at your parents and say, hey, mom, dad, why didn't you leave me money? All right. They did. <laughs> I mean, if you really think about it, somebody said this. I was watching a video on YouTube not too long ago about this man named Myron Golden, and he talks about business principles from a biblical perspective. And this is something that I heard him say. And when he said it, I said, you know what? He's right. And he said that, you know, sometimes people talk about being self-made and how they started from zero and how they you know, built their business from zero and they didn't have any help. They didn't have any seed money to start with and they were able to make it. And now people brag about that, how I made it from nothing. I'm self-made, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things Myron said was, well, if you had to start from zero and you were self-made, then you shouldn't be looking at that as like you were self-made as if this is some virtue. You should be saying, well, I'm self-made despite the fact that I had to start from zero because you had parents, didn't you? You had two parents, right? So you should be asking your parents, why did you not set me up so I could start from less, from more than zero? Uh, you had to start from zero. Somebody messed up because according to the Bible, again, I'm no expert on the Bible. This is what I heard Myron say. I'm just paraphrasing him. You can look him up and listen to him yourself. But one of the things that he said was in the Bible, it says that man is supposed to leave something for their child so that the child doesn't have to start from zero. So if your child is starting from zero, that means you messed up. Mom, dad, again, don't shoot the messenger. It's coming straight out of the book. Anyway, your job is to identify where you have that ethical unfair advantage as I described in episode 1957. The key understanding here is that everyone has an ethical unfair advantage on some level, somewhere. The problem is many people spend their entire lives wondering why they have disadvantages in certain areas instead of spending more time looking for the advantages that they do have. This is the mistake of looking at a food on another person's plate, like I talked about in episode 1579. 
Do not concern yourself with areas in which you don't have an advantage. Look for the areas in which you do. Simple enough. Let's recap today's class, which says not everybody plays by the same rules. This is a master class about understanding that fair does not necessarily mean the same. It actually means the opposite. Point number one, unfairness and imbalance is baked into society and it is never, ever going away. There are areas in America that get more tornadoes than everywhere else in the world. Areas that get earthquakes, areas that get tropical storms and hurricanes. Does that mean that they have some disadvantage compared to other areas? No, because there's a trade-off in everything. There are no perfect outcomes, only trade-offs. But as human beings, we tend to look at it this way, as if somebody is doing something wrong because they have an advantage that you don't have or that you're a victim because you don't have an advantage that other people have. This is not the way that it actually works. Point number two, if everything was even, equal, and the same, we would all be robots and there'd be no need for human beings. I see a lot of people trying to shout down the fact that there are differences between people and they're only looking at the end goal, the end outcomes of these differences when they're not considering what are the actions that these people took that have certain advantages over other people. People have more money because they did more work. They created more value. They sold more of their widgets. Does that not factor into how they got more of what they have? And again, most people who are at a high level of resources did not inherit it. They built it from they are self-made, as people like to use this phrase self-made, even though nobody is technically self-made. The job that you have is what I told you in episode 1210. Don't complain, play the game. Number three, there's some people who seem to believe that there is a possibility for creating this utopian society where everything is exactly the same. Rewards, advantages, talents are evenly and equally distributed and everyone gets the exact same outcomes. That area already exists. It's called preschool. But by around age three or four, Differences between us start to become obvious and clear, and the results that stem from those differences become undeniable. Do not concern yourself with the areas in which you don't have an advantage. Don't look at the food on another person's plate. It will not help you and your digestion, your metabolism. Your job is to look for the areas in which you do have an advantage and play those. All that said, text me to get my daily motivation for free straight to your phone. My number is 305-384-6894. And for you to get the discipline and to show up every day with the focus to get your job done consistently so that you can stop bullshitting and telling yourself you're a victim because you don't have the same outcomes as somebody else. How about you just step up your discipline instead? Let me help you with that. Well, my 30 days of discipline course, you can get that by going to workonyourgame.com slash three zero number three zero thirty workonyourgame.com slash 30. That's my 30 days of discipline course. It does exactly what it says. Guaranteed work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305 305- 384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.